Wake up, Daddy's home. Your father was captain of a starship for 12 minutes. He saved 800 lives, including your mother's and yours. I dare you to do better. Official consulting hours are between 8 and 5 every other Thursday. Every man dies. Now every man really lives. I'm a parent. I haven't got the luxury of principles. The great Oz has spoken. I'm Batman. Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? Hello, and welcome back to another and possibly last episode of Dad Bond to Father Figure. I'm your host, Ryan. Thanks for listening. This week's episode, I wanted to talk about my experience using Ancestry DNA, which is not nor has ever been a sponsor of this podcast. So as I stated in my very first podcast, I was adopted at a very young age. I love my parents and my family a ton. Uh, But after both my parents have passed, um, there was a longing, a longing to know, um, a longing to find out where I came from, who I really am. I, uh, I was not desiring to replace my parents or my family, but I was curious, curious about me, curious about... Um, health problems that could possibly peak for myself later on, or even for my son as he grows. Um, I didn't have any of that information. Um, I had mentioned to my wife, Lindsay, a few times that this was taunting me a little bit, really uh, wanting to know what happened and where I come from and possibly even the chance to talk uh, to or meet my biological family um, was on the table. Uh, Though I had already established I wasn't looking for anything from them. Um, I didn't need money or them to pretend to love me now that they had met me. Um, As far as I was concerned, they gave me up. And my parents opened their hearts and home and brought me in. I just thought it might be nice for each to know the other exists still. So about four years ago, my wife and my in-laws bought me an Ancestry DNA kit test to try out for my birthday. I thought this is cool. I get to spit in a tube, send it off, and they will be able to tell me my ethnicity and background a little bit. I was always told uh, by one of my grandmas that I was super Irish because I've always had a reddish tint to my hair. So I wanted to see how right or wrong she was. I really didn't expect much more than that. As it turns out, I was the one who was wrong. So, kit in hand, I read the directions, gave the necessary amount of spit into the included tubing, and placed the preservative on top, closed it, and sent it off to the fine folks at Ancestry DNA. Then from there, we set up an account linked to my email address, so when the DNA results came in, they would have somewhere to go. And then we waited. And waited. The site says it could take between six to eight weeks to hear back, so while we are waiting, what a great time to take a minute away and take a, give a little spot to the sponsors. I will be back in a flash. Yeah, and we are back. Welcome back, folks. Today we are talking about my experiences uh, with Ancestry DNA. Uh, so we are waiting 
and waiting and waiting. Um, then one Sunday during church, my phone vibrates and tells me and alerts me that I have an email. I take a quick second and take a look to see who would dare bother me during church. As it would happen, it was my results from Ancestry DNA. Now, of course, I couldn't wait for church to be over, so I'll admit I opened it there and then and read the results and shared with my wife. So, my ethnicity stuff was fascinating enough. What's really cool about the ethnicity estimate is that their science changes all the time. Obviously, our DNA doesn't, um, but they get samples from other areas that they sometimes or they may not have had before, um, and they're able to update your estimates um, and even add new ones that weren't previously able to be tested. Uh, so mine came back with 33% Germanic Europe, which primarily consists of Germany and Switzerland, 29% um, England and Northwestern Europe, which consists of England, 13% Wales, which is self-explanatory, 8% Eastern Europe and Russia, which consists of Belarus, or Belarus, sorry, uh, Czechia, Hungary, Moldova, Poland, Russia, Slovakia, Slovenia, and the Ukraine. 8% uh, in the Baltics, which is Estonia, Latvia, and Lithuania. 4% Sweden, only 3% Irish, and 2% Scottish. Now, though, I know that's a long list, um, but think about where all your ancestors come from. They come from all over and possibly migrated to one place or another, might eventually settled into Ohio, Pennsylvania, and down into South Carolina. Uh, so that part was pretty neat, um, but there's more. So Ancestry DNA also does what they call traits, where they pick things like eye color, hair type, allergies uh, to certain foods, whether baldness runs in your ancestry, and different things like that. And it's fun to see how your DNA can affect things. Then comes the DNA matches. Now keep in mind, I didn't expect much. Um, I started getting matches instantly, uh, though mostly fourth through sixth cousins, which was still neat, but not going to be a whole lot of help for what I was searching for. Um, after a few days, kind of head went on, um, more and more matches showed up, and I began getting what was estimated as second through fourth cousins, which was getting closer to something I could work with. Um, and then it happened... Um, I came across a girl named Olivia. It said possibly close family to first cousin. Why they give you a guesstimate is because of the percentage of DNA that you each share, the higher the number, the closer you are. Um, this was a very high number, so I believe she was close enough to maybe get some answers. So we messaged her on Ancestry DNA. We didn't hear back for a couple of days, so we found her on Facebook and messaged her. Uh, that night, she messaged back that she wasn't sure um, after what information, what very little information I had um, that I told her. Um, she said she wanted to call her mom and see if she knew anything that could help. About five minutes passed, and she called back and was super excited. Um, and she said, you have to call my mom. She knows about you. And I was skeptical, I'll admit it. Um, but out of curiosity, I called and she told me she knew who who I was exactly. Uh, she told me the story of how her husband at the time had an affair with another woman uh, while they were married, and I was the product. Um, neither parent could take me in, and so they put me up for adoption. She told me um, uh, that Olivia is my half-sister, and that I have a half-brother named Doug. Um, I am the youngest of the three of us, but not by much. 
Uh, she was also able to tell me that her ex-husband, my biological father, um, uh, his name, and where he lives. Um, Olivia was still in disbelief of it all, um, as was I. Uh, Doug wasn't sure about any of it either, but we all talked quite a bit over the phone. Doug really was the one that um, was connected to my father on a daily basis, so he wanted to call him and see if he would talk about it. Doug said that he knew after talking to him it was true because he went right to I wasn't his or that it was a mistake. Um, by this time, Olivia had been sending me pictures to look at of our father when he was younger. Um, and as soon as I saw it, I knew he looked exactly like me. Um, even Doug thought I looked more like him than than he did. Um, the three of us siblings finally were able to meet and get together. Olivia lives in Missouri, Doug in Michigan, so finding time for all of us to do that and for Olivia to be able to come back to Michigan had to be meticulously planned. It was great, the three of us together, uh, my wife says, are a hoot, um, and that you would never know we didn't know each other for 30 plus years. Um, so that came pretty naturally. I thought, very cool. Little did I know we weren't done yet with Ancestry DNA. Um, I was still getting matched with DNA because new people do the test and are added as they match uh, to my DNA. Uh, there was a third to fourth cousin. I was able to compare to Olivia's matches and mine, um, and she wasn't on Olivia's. So I put it together that she would be from my biological mother's side. So I messaged her, told her my story. She messaged back right away. And we spent the next probably 30 minutes messaging back and forth. She stated she wanted to help, but didn't know anything about a baby that was given up for adoption. She gave me a name of a woman that would end up being an aunt um, that would know a lot more about the family history. So we messaged her, shared the story. Within hours, uh, she replied. She knew exactly who I was, but wasn't sure... Um, well, they were never sure where I was. Um... She was able to tell me of my birth mother, who unfortunately passed in 1999. She was also able to tell me that I had a half-brother that had passed in uh, 2009, and that I have a half-sister as well. Her name is Miranda. Miranda is a quite bit younger, um, about 15 years. She was the product of my birth mother and her husband at the time. When our mom passed, Miranda was very young and went to live with my aunt, who eventually basically adopted her, and she calls her mom. She passed Miranda's information on to me, telling me that Miranda wouldn't know anything of this, so don't be surprised if she's a little shocked. I, of course, said no worries. I'm shocked at all this, too. Uh, Miranda and I messaged back and forth that afternoon. We talk from time to time on Facebook. But as I said, she is a quite, quite a bit younger, and so we are in different times in our lives. So now, two half-sisters and a half-brother. Wow, so cool. Uh, there was still that missing link, though, in my biological father who didn't really want anything to do with anything. Um, he made that quite clear to Doug every time he tried to talk to him. Again, while it kind of sucked, it was fine. Uh, they gave me up. I didn't need anything. I just thought he would like to know I'm around. Um, Doug and Olivia and I talk on a pretty regular basis, either by phone or messenger. Um, one day last year, during the summertime, Doug called me up and said, Guess what? You'll never guess. I say, what? He says, our father wants to talk to you. He asked me for your number. I wanted to make sure that it was okay before I give it to him. I said, sure, I, I guess so. 
Uh, what's with the change? And Doug said, I don't know. He called me early this morning and said he wanted to talk to you. I said, all right. So that morning, uh, we talked on the phone for the first time in 39 years. I was able to ask some questions. Uh, he still claims he didn't know about me, but he was willing to accept uh, the DNA results. He and I started talking daily for a while, though that has slowed a little bit now. I gotta believe he was worried about his legacy. He isn't in the best health, and I think he was worried about what happens when he dies and hasn't cleared the air with all of his skeletons. Um, I made sure he has known I don't need anything, just answers, and to get to know him. So yeah, ancestry DNA, um, ancestry DNA, sorry, made a lot of this possible. Things I wouldn't have been able to locate on my own, most likely. Um, now I know about my three siblings and my biological mother and father, which is what I set out to do. Who knows, maybe there is more to this story that will arise later as more DNA matches come around. Maybe there is another sibling out there somewhere. If not, that's okay too. I'm perfectly happy with what I've found thus far. Thanks guys, that's what I have for you this week. I appreciate you listening. If you haven't already, please go to our Facebook page, DadBot to Father Figure Podcast. You'll find links to other episodes and articles, and I'd love to hear from you. Have you had an experience with Ancestry DNA or any other DNA services? Um, let me know. Make a comment on my page, let me know. Um, today's dad joke. What did the janitor say when he jumped out of the closet? Supplies! Thanks, y'all. And remember, this isn't a dad bod. This is a father figure.